Listening Dog Media. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums. Telling it as it is. Kelly and Cherie. Hello, it is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Cherie Murphy. And it is just us two again. Yes, we like this, don't we? we do. It's nice. <laughs> we love our guests. They're fantastic. But every now and again, it's lovely when it's just us two. And it feels like we just have a good old gossip. Yeah, good old Natter. Yeah, so you're back from having a lovely time with hubby Harry. It was his birthday. Yes, well, it's his birthday this Sunday, oh. but we couldn't go away next week or anything. So we had five days where I said, do you fancy going away for your birthday? And, you know, we've come off a eight week holidays, you know, school holidays with the kids. So I said, it'd be nice to have a little bit of time on our own. So we're very lucky. My mum came up to look after the kids. Um, so, yeah, we went away for five days. It was lovely. It was bliss. I read a book. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> what was it like before you go? Do you get like a bit, oh, I'm leaving them? Or do you think, get me out, get the suitcase in the back of the car. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, I think when I'm booking it, you know, when it, the bright idea comes up and Harry goes, yeah, OK, let's do that. And we've just got like a cheap deal, went away. Um, I'm really excited. But when it gets nearer to the time, I can't really say anything to Dolly because she gets very upset and very emotional, which makes me feel bad then. So it was just sort of the day before, like I kind of dropped it in that we were going. Yeah. And like the older ones are like, go, it'll be fine. We'll all be fine. You know, don't worry about us, blah, blah, blah. Um, So the day that, you know, we went last Sunday and oh my God, I was crying my eyes out. It was awful. And the the picture of them all standing at the door, waving us off. (laughs) I couldn't stop crying. And like Harry said, you'd be fine once you're on that plane. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. Why did we leave them? Why can't we take them with us? He's like, because we can't. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, I, I love going. And it's, I think it's really important to spend time yes. as a couple. Yeah. And we don't always get to do that. But with Harry out of work at the moment, I'm making the most of it. So. Of having him to yourself a bit. Yeah. So yeah. it's nice. And, you know, we have we're constantly consumed by the children our our lives revolve around our children we do everything with them we're taxis we're just everything so it was quite nice just to switch off for five days you know that's not saying we didn't speak to them sort of every minute of the day or texting or whatever but yeah it was just nice to be with us too oh that's lovely yes well I'm so I'm so jealous Kristen, I've never had a holiday. Since we've, you've had kids. No, we've no. had one night away, I think, from Ava Lily. We've never had a night away. 
since he's been born yeah. together. And we're always talking about it. And he really loved to go to New York. But now Ava's nearly seven. I say, oh, well, I'd really like to take her. Yeah. He's like, I don't want her to come. <laughs> I want it to be just, to, us, yeah, like just like the old times, you yeah. know. Why I think would we want that? Do you know what? I think it's really important to, I know sometimes it's awful. You feel terrible for leaving the kids as long as you know they're in safe hands. And even if it's for a night yeah. or a couple of yeah. nights, you know, it is a stretch. And sometimes you think, oh God, I can't really you know, can we afford doing this at the minute or this, that and the other. But I really, really think it's important. Well, Even going out to the cinema or going out yeah, for a bit of we dinner. we do that. We do do that when his parents come up. We we'll yeah. always have a date night here, like at home where we end up coming home. But I always think as well that sometimes we never have a conversation together no. on our own. So meal time's always interrupted because we're all at the table. Ava Lily will be moaning about what we've cooked and she doesn't <laughs> want to eat it and she wants an orange juice and chocolate. And Heath will be throwing food on the floor and screaming. Yeah. So your meal times aren't the same anymore at all. And then it's bath time and it's reading and it's bed. And by the time we sit down together, we're dead tired. Yeah. So you just don't, you neglect each other you without do. meaning to. No, you do. But and it's, every, I'm sure every couple with kids feels exactly the same. But yeah, I think it, as yours get older, it does definitely becomes easier to leave them. Because I think when you've got a toddler, you sort of think, oh God, and they're a little whirlwind. Yes. You know, I couldn't leave my mum now at her age with a toddler and swan off for five days. No. I just couldn't, you know. Mm. So, you know, now that mine are older and they're much easier to manage. It's a bit more. Yeah. So that'll happen for you soon. Eventually. Until you have another one. <laughs> we won't talk about that today. <laughs> I don't know that I want one today. All right, okay. I changed my mind. <laughs> oh dear. So I want to talk about blocking on social media oh, okay. and get your thoughts on this. Yes. Uh, something happened to me recently. Uh, somebody that I met over a year ago who was just dating somebody I worked with okay. at the time. Okay. So I, I think I met her a handful of times, didn't really know her. And then, you know, you become, when you're on Facebook, you become Facebook friends very quickly with people. Right. I'm not which, on Facebook, so I never well, understand it. I wish it. I wasn't. And sometimes you think, why did I do that? Because I barely know you. And now I don't want to be friends with you. Anyway, to <laughs> cut a long story short, I ended up blocking this person. Why, though? On Instagram. Uh, I just realised it. Was, she wasn't my cup of tea. And right. you know when you don't know someone very well, they're not really your cup of tea. And you think, mm, I don't really want you seeing my things. And Right, okay. It's a bit but is it, uh, your Instagram is open? Yes, and so is Hot Mess Mums, and I blocked her from that as well. Kelly. <laughs> I know. Uh, and defriended this person on Facebook. A year later, I got a message the other night, quite an aggressive message, uh, asking me why. And they, she clearly wanted an argument. And I I can do confrontation to someone's face if it's something they've wronged me or yeah. something I don't think's right. Yeah. But I don't like it over the phone you know on text email yeah or... you'd rather speak to them face to yeah, face yeah it makes me very uncomfortable and I thought oh my god my heart you know and it sinks you think oh it's not oh I'm scared I'm scared <laughs> so I told Chris and he said just reply and put oh I don't know why it's saying you're blocked I'll have a look <laughs> from <laughs> every yeah. single platform of mine yeah. <laughs> him that's a lie so he said yeah but just say it you know don't you don't want to get it all nasty and so I did anyway she came back and you defended me on Facebook as well <gasps> and it just was a great it started to get aggressive so I thought oh, I can't have this so I blocked her from Facebook as well so I defriended her but not blocked her which is right. why she could send me that message okay and I thought, oh I'm not having this you won't be able to message me now yeah so that's it yeah 
Then Chris had a go at me and said that blocking is a very aggressive way to deal with somebody. And I I completely disagree with him. And we ended up having a bit of a Barney. Because yeah. I feel like if you're on social media, it's within your right to block anyone you want. If you don't like the messages they send, if they say things or if you decide you don't like them, I think that's why blocking's there. You yeah. just, no, no more. I've been blocked. What? Yeah, I've been blocked by somebody I used to work with who I, you know, was a very good friend of mine and he blocked me from his Twitter. I used to snoop on it because I missed him. <laughs> and then one day someone said, you do know you can see on Twitter who looks at your, there's a thing, I don't know where it is, but apparently you can see who looks, right? And I said, I didn't know that. And he clearly gone on this thing where you can see who looks and he'd seen that I was looking at his and I just got blocked. I wasn't angry, I was sad, but I didn't find another way to message him and be all like, why did you do that? Because it's his right. Yeah. But Chris said, no, it's not. He said, it's a very aggressive thing to do and it only gets someone's back up even mm. more. So I was thinking, oh, well, I better watch out when I'm out because I'm going to get... Yeah, lynched. <laughs> so what I, do you think? I think if you have an open Instagram or, you know, your Facebook, I don't know if it's open, if you can be private, I'm not sure, or Twitter, if you're open to the public and someone that you know that's not really done anything to you <laughs> and you don't want them to see what you're doing. Fair enough if it's a private account. Yeah. Now I've got a private account and I've got an open account on Instagram. And yes, I have got lots of people that I followed back in the day on my private account before I opened it um, that I probably think, oh, I don't really want to follow them. But do you know what? It doesn't bother me. Right. And I think I've let them into my world for whatever reason. And unless they were being a bitch or not very nice or leaving negative comments on my private Instagram, yeah. then I probably would maybe unfollow them. Or if they were really awful or someone's done really something awful, awful to me, yes, I would block them. But unless, you know, someone has burnt me. I get the feeling you're going with Chris on this one. <laughs> I think so. Because I just think if, you're, if no! you've got an open platform... <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, for whatever reason, you don't want to see her pictures, just unfollow her. Well, yeah, no, Because I think you're more. open to the public. So your life is open to the public. Yeah. And I don't think you can decide who sees it <laughs> and who doesn't. Whereas if you were private, I think you can say, actually, that is my private life. Because on my private Instagram, I do put pictures that I wouldn't put on my open Instagram because yeah. sometimes I think they're private pictures of my family, like my brothers that are not in the public eye. They don't want to be out there pictures of themselves because they're extremely shy or whatever, yeah. or pub, you know, parties that I go to with family or friends. And, you know, I have to respect people that are in my life that don't want to be pictures of themselves all yeah. over the place so that's what I have my private one for and if I didn't want people to see that then I wouldn't let them follow me mm. so I think when you're open <laughs> I think unless someone has done something really awful to you and you think no I don't like you you're a nasty person and you've written horrible comments and even if it's some even if someone writes quite a negative comment on my Instagram I'll always try and come back at them with kindness because I always think kill them with kindness you know if it's yeah. something they're very opinionated about something, I'll always write a little comment and say, oh, I'm sorry you don't feel like that. But I would never block them. 
unless they were vile, like on Twitter, we've had the conversation about Twitter trolls. Yes. I have blocked that many football fans. It's ridiculous oh, because so- they've been so vile. And I think, no. actually, I don't want to read your horrible tweets. No. So I don't want you to be able to contact me and, I think, and tell me that. I think blocking is really important. I think more needs to be done. But I think blocking is very important for that kind of thing. Because that's yeah. abuse. That is. And that's, that's you know, not- and the horrible stuff that you don't want to read. Yeah. But I think when it's someone that you know... Well, kind recent, of know. Kind of know. Yeah. But you're on open Instagram. I don't I think know. you can... I think it would, if that was me, if I was in her, her situation, you know. That's what I was going to say. So would you send, so I'd block you, right? Okay. Just pretend we're not such good friends. Yeah. Like we are. We're not doing this What if I just noticed someone on my Instagram that had blocked me? Would you send me a message and be like, what, 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 what I'd be like, oh my God, I I don't understand what's happened. I probably would actually, but not in a confrontational way, but just, I hope we're okay. I don't understand. I'm, you know, I've been blocked. I'm I'm starting to feel bad. (laughs) If someone blocks you, it says everything about how they feel about you. So just take but then, it. But then also then, it. then you need to be honest with her and say yeah. what you don't like about her because yeah. she's probably thinking, actually, I haven't got a clue what I've done. I'm going to ask her. She's not really saying. <laughs> you probably should have been honest and said, yeah. actually, yeah. but then I don't think you've got a leg to stand on because you're an open account. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with the- with the blocking, whatever yes. you call it, it is there, the blocking button. It is. You know? And I think it's there and I think it yeah. should be there. And, and I don't I think, think people should go in at people when they do it. Just take it. But I su- and don't go sending aggressive messages either. No, I get that. But I suppose she doesn't know what she's done. Yeah. So I think she probably thinks, God, but if she, if she, you know, if she does know what she's done or she has been a bit of a cow, then fair enough. She <laughs> should take it. Yeah, but I think if, if someone had done something or burnt me or done something too right, I'll be hitting that block button. I get it. And I think if she, if she knows what she's done or she knows whatever's mm. happened. I think there's a difference with Facebook and Instagram because what happens with Facebook is um, my settings are private. And if someone, so someone has to request me yeah. to be my friend and I have to request them. And I think the problem with Facebook is that you meet people, you don't know them very well and you become Facebook friends very quickly. Yeah. I think it's a bit the same with the Facebook Instagram as well. Facebook is very private. In the, yeah. In the, most people use it just to keep in touch with people. Yeah. I do. Um, and just to wish people happy birthdays. Yeah. That's it really. So what you don't realise is you might accept someone you barely know and then all of a sudden you think, oh, I shouldn't have done that that soon. I mean, yeah, I've well, got- I've done that. I've done that on my private Instagram. There's a lot of people on there that I don't really know or they're friends of friends. Right. So you kind of go, they don't bother me. And I don't, I, I'm, you know, I always like looking at certain pictures, but sometimes I'll look at a picture and I think, who's that? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> going to have to go into their profile and I think, oh, that's so-and-so's friend or so-and-so that, you know, I met at whatever do or yeah. something. So sometimes, so that's why then I opened... Uh, an open account yep. for that very reason and um, yeah if I could go back now on my private one and kind Change of it. cull a few people I would but I wouldn't dare I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't dare I don't think I'll be doing it again <laughs> because listen, there's nothing worse than no I know message, but I think you know? obviously oh. have had your reasons yes yes and so, that's fine yeah. you might not want to go into that so I don't think and I think you you know you would have a good reason <laughs> to <laughs> I'm a nice person. You know you I are. Mean, I am. You know, I, t- I don't go <laughs> blocking everybody. But, but yeah, well, you're in Chris's camp. There okay. you go. I know. You're going to hate me now. I'm feeling kind of bad now. No, don't. You stick by what you, you feel is right. <laughs> 
we're all the same. It would be so boring, wouldn't it? So what sort of week have you had for oh, last dear. week? Um, what have we done this week? Well, uh, I'm dealing with Eve, who, you know, I said earlier, I'm not sure about having another baby. It's because he's turning into a horror at the moment. It's the terrible twos yeah. coming up. He's two in December. And I'm finding it quite difficult with him. <clears throat> and we've started water babies. We took him yesterday. And Chris goes in with him. I'm not confident enough to do it. I yeah. don't know why. And I also don't like being in my bathing costume in front of people. I'm a bit funny about it. So he does it, but yeah. I get him changed afterwards. Yeah. And um, So it's a family little yeah, we morning all out or whatever. That's yeah. It. yeah. Which is nice. Well, it should be nice. Last week was his first lesson. Ava Lily spent the whole time sitting by the pool, watching him crying. She was jealous that Chris was in the pool with him, swimming with him, got really upset started I want swimming lessons all of that so basically it was just awful and then this week she decided to stand on the edge and watch him she put her dad's goggles on even though she wasn't going in the pool she was in a sportswear and then all of a sudden she bent down and started rubbing her hands in the pool water on the floor and wiping her face with it (laughs) and all these people are in there because it's a private pool (laughs) so there's another lane with people swimming that are paying good money (laughs) for this place (laughs) It's not a public... There's your child having a a wash. It's a private country club where water babies go and and whatnot. Watching her, yeah, what what looks like she's washing her face. (laughs) So I caught her sitting down. I called her over. I said, what are you doing? So she said, I'm just... My cheeks are really hot, mum. So I'm just, you know, I'm putting pool water on to cool it. I said, Ava, like, it's disgusting because I've got really bad OCD. People are walking and yeah. you're putting, I said, stop doing that right now. <laughs> so that was strike one. Everyone thinking, God, what is wrong with that child <laughs> and that mother? And Aww. then when Heath came out, I took him in the changing rooms. He sunk his teeth into my arm. I've got a lump and a big I black can bruise. I see the bruise. Which really upset me. Why? Te- did he enjoy the, did he enjoy the lesson? Yeah, he was fine in the water. He's teething and he's just awful to get dressed or get changed so and it really you know sometimes when they do something to you it's not their fault but it really upsets you yeah yeah so I was just really upset and when we came outside he ran off and I just had a breakdown in the middle of this quite posh place waiting for Chris and Ava Lily to come out thinking I can't cope with you or any of you yeah you know because it's just at that stage with him where he is a terror we took him to playgroup for a session last week and I think everyone there wished he wasn't there oh no you know he was like destroying everything jumping on top of girls (laughs) this woman who worked in the tea room there because they bring out tea for all the mums yeah she said they have like a yard outside where they can go and play and he took this pink buggy out, anything with wheels, and was like pushing this buggy outside. And she came, she can't have that outside. It's an indoor buggy. The wheels get dirty. And so she shut the baby gate so he couldn't get back out. He rammed this toy buggy at the baby gate and just stood and screamed at her. This poor little old lady, she looked like she was going to cry. She was petrified of him. He was the. He was, and was awful. Was Ava Lily like that when she was? No, I spent my time at playgroups protecting Ava from boys like Heath, oh. like <laughs> cursing and thinking, "What a rough little child! Stay away from my daughter!" Because she was always a delicate flower. Yeah, she's always very well behaved. Yeah, he is. We call him Tornado at home. He breaks everything, busts everything, breaks 
breaks us you know he's yeah. just going through I think he's an inquisitive little thing yeah and I think he just wants to know it. like even when I come through the door if I'm holding anything he wants to see what you're holding why you've got it you know let me have a look and it's just his mind he's inquisitive was Taylor like that because he was a boy because people can no, say see, Taylor wasn't very boisterous oh. and when Ruby came along Taylor was just two so when she was sort of crawling around like he was two and a half she would like crawl up to him and pinch his cheek so bad and he just used to sit there and take it it's just he's got he's just got such a calm nature like he's so la- beyond laid back which is really frustrating now he's an older you know teenager but nice when he was little really nice when he yeah. was little he was never boisterous boisterous and I think because then he had like lots of sisters I don't know he was always sort of that more protective older brother yeah. maybe because he was the eldest I don't know but he was always yeah, just like a kind, he's just a nice natured, always has been very calm since he was a baby. So I've always been very lucky like that. The girls can, you know, they fight, but they don't really fight either. You know, they'll argue, but they don't, never been scrappy or anything like that. But then mine, I don't know if it's the difference. I don't know what you did with Ava Lily, but mine, I had to go back to work when Taylor was four months old. So he had to go into a nursery. My mum used to come up and look after him when she could. Yeah. But then he had to go into like a a nursery school. So I think from a young age, he's been around other children and with teachers, you know, nursery nurses. Well, and they're strict with them, aren't they? And they are. And I think maybe that's helped. I don't know. But all mine have gone into, because of we've, we've always worked. Yeah. They've gone straight into... A nursery school. So maybe that is the difference. I don't know. And I, but then I get when parents can stay at home with their kids and want to. And I think too bloody right because don't they, grow want to so, they grow up so quickly that you want them, you know, you want to like soak up every moment. Well, I worry about it, putting him in now. Yeah, you know, but then I think, you know, someone, because your mum and dad me and, you know, and I think like my kids, I can tell them a hundred times to pick up that towel or a hundred times, just put your plate in the dishwasher a hundred times. And I think when they listen and it just goes straight through them, which it did with my mum and dad when they used to tell us off because you hear it all the time it's nagging so I think maybe if he's hearing it from a different voice or someone else is saying no don't do that you know yeah. he knows he can get away with it well, with he, he pretends he doesn't know what no means <laughs> that's what I was saying yeah. he's switched on and he's in- extremely inquisitive he picks and maybe up my he's little, ready um, to go into a nursery well we've been talking about that as well that we think that maybe one or two days a week I'm trying to get him potty trained up because he's two at Christmas and I think if I get to that stage yeah. with him and then put him in I think it'd be good for him, you know, I think sometimes when they're, you know, it's not that they're stuck with their parents because it should be the best time. But I think when they've got you wrapped around, you know, your your little finger or their little finger, whatever the saying is, I think, um, you know, he can get away with murder. Yeah. And he does. He really does. (laughs) You know, he was a lovely baby. He really was a lovely newborn, like dead easy and... And everything. And now he's just a bit of a terror. I've got like a, a rack in my bedroom with different size weights on. And he goes in and he picks up the dumbbells and he chucks them across the room. Oh and the God. other day he dropped it on his toe. Oh. Right. And cried and cried and cried. His toe bled. And I thought, well, you know what? That's poor, but you won't do it again today. Exactly the same thing. <laughs> it's like he doesn't care. Yeah. You know, it's it's dreadful. Yeah. And I just think, but he oh, will come. He will grow out of it. They I all do. So. They, they do. Chris's mum says, oh, Chris was never like that. He was lovely little boy my nan says your brother was gentle so i'm like where's he got this from you know yeah but he's a little fiery redhead you know he's he's you know like i said i think he's he's probably ready to start mingling yeah and those poor kids at nursery i don't know what hits 
them. So were you taking him to play group like once a week or something? Yeah, yeah. And I've never been one for, I'm not, oh God, I'm not very good with all that stuff. I don't know. I think every mum's very different. Yeah. And I had a friend that did a lot of classes with her first because she wanted the social. She yeah. felt isolated. I did a few with Ava Lily but never really enjoyed many of them. No. And then she went into nursery when she was one. And that was kind of different, you know. So, and I was working a bit more. So uh, it didn't bother me. And then with Heath, I just thought, I can't be bothered. So him and I have been quite insular. We've been together a lot. Yeah. I haven't done anything with him until now. Yeah. So, um, and I think I yeah. never, I was never one for all classes or anything. I didn't go to play group. Obviously, mine went into nursery young because I was working. I never really socialized with any of the parents, and I still don't now. And they have, and it's not a bad <laughs> I, I don't like, I, I, I've been lucky. My kids have made friends with really nice other children, and their parents are really nice. Yeah. So, my son's first friend at, um, primary school I'm we, we're friends with his mum and dad so and they're 18 now and we always oh, sort of that's try lovely. and catch up now and again if we see each other it's lovely they're really a really nice couple same goes for Ruby's friend from you know primary school Matilda's and you know Dolly's got some nice friends and their parents are nice but I've never been one of these you know because I've always like I said if you're really busy and you've got other kids and you're working I haven't got time to go out to these no. you know um socials that the you know, parents organise mum and dad nights out. Well, sometimes well, I, people I, I'd find rather them go out bit... with my own friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's not, I think it's really nice if you're in a situation, you've moved to an area and you want to get to know people and you will meet a lot of really lovely people through the school. But I've never, I don't I've never had time. And sometimes I think I'd rather be sat on the couch watching. Inti- they can be really intimidating as well, though. Can't yeah, they, they can. You know, I find that. Um, I'm lucky with Ava Lily, her group at school, the mums are really, really nice. Yeah. Um, and some of us socialise separately sometimes and go for a glass of wine. Which I think is really nice. Yeah. And, and some of them listen to the podcast. Hello, Hi. Danielle and Amy. <laughs> um, and always sort of comment and say lovely messages, yeah. which is really nice. Um, I think it can be intimidating some of the classes and some of the the get-togethers and when you have your first particularly it's a minefield anyway you don't know what you're left from your right when you have your first child yeah and I think then you walk into these classes and I always remember doing one with Ava Lily called Singing Babies and it was at the village hall where we lived and you'd go in and it was these women they play the violin like really well classical music oh wow they make homemade brownies oh, and you do all these songs and dances with the babies how lovely is that well it sounds it <laughs> But honestly, some of the women that went were just so snooty. And I felt like such an outsider. And I remember this very large, loud lady coming over with this very large baby and saying to me, um, was she premature? Because Ava Lily was always really tiny. Yeah, she's a tiny little dot now. Yeah, and she was underweight for quite a long time. And uh, I just looked at her and was absolutely gobsmacked. I thought, I don't know your name. I've never seen you before. You don't ask that question to people do, no. that you don't know. And I just said, no, she wasn't. 
And I just didn't know what to say. And I, it put me off. And I remember saying to my friends, there's two of us that went, I don't think I'm going to go again. I said, I just, you know what? I've just got to go somewhere where the mums are just a bit more down to earth. Yeah. So we did tumble tots instead <laughs> in a much rougher area. And it was fine. I fitted in really well because everyone was just a bit more normal. Yeah. And down to earth. And I think that's so important when you're a mum that you talk to other people that go, yeah. It can be like that. And yet, not people that have always got a wall up. Yeah, and I think maybe that lady, I don't know, that was the only way that she felt that she could communicate (laughs) with you. Was she premature? Thanks for that. (laughs) But yeah, no, I think you have to, as a mum, you have to find, you should never be, you should never feel... um, like a bad mum in front of people like when you're saying Heath if he was being naughty or this that never I think if you're a parent and you've got kids at some point you would have always been through the tantrums in the supermarket you know the (laughs) kicking off in the car you can't get in their car seat or trying to get in their pram every mother has experienced that so I'm always really sympathetic when I see mums either on the trains or and I'll always help you know carry the pram up and down the stairs or if someone's screaming I'll try and distract the kid and I think, you know, any good mum would know that, gosh, you know, let's not make her feel bad because we've all been there. Yeah, nobody, these ones that make out, and there are some, yeah. that there's a perfect... And it's a shame when people are, noise. you know, a bit snooty. Or even people that, if you have got a kid that is playing up and you're in a supermarket and someone makes you feel terrible for it, it there's nothing worse or than Or an aeroplane. Or an aeroplane. <laughs> there's nothing worse. And I just think everyone should just be that little bit kinder because everyone that has children has been through some sort of tantrum with their toddler or screaming baby or whatever i had so. um, a message from a mum that i chat to on instagram who's really lovely and she was saying that sometimes she hides in the car on school pickup because there are certain mums she, does, she doesn't want to see <laughs> and you know the ones or there might be one or two that you do try to avoid and i call them the hyacinth bouquet oh she said, so do you remember keeping up appearances Richard (laughs) everyone's got one she's louder than everyone else in the group and she's the one that wants everyone to know that her kids and her life is perfect and you spend your time during the school run wondering how you're going to dart her that morning (laughs) don't want to see so and so how am I how am I going to avoid it that's actually really sad isn't it you know I think that lady's probably got major insecurities and pretends everything's good so deep down she probably isn't yes so that's how I always look at it I always think when I go into the playground because Harry's been doing the school run a lot lately because he's not done it for years so he quite enjoys it gets up and does a school run so I get up with the kids get them ready make their breakfast and he does the the run um but when sometimes I go into the playground and I see the mums and they're all chit-chatting and they're all friendly and I think I feel a bit envious sometimes because I've not kind of put myself in any group or anything I kind of just go pick up the kids come out yeah um and when I see them all getting on and it's nice and I think how lovely is that you know and I feel like maybe they think I've isolated myself in that way and I haven't it's just that when you've got more than one kid it's and they're all different ages everywhere. and I've never got time to socialize with anybody mm. but when I look and I think it must be nice if you are a mum even with one or two or you're new to an area or you don't have a massive social life when I see them all chatting and getting on I just think how nice is that it would be nice to be part of that sort of community yeah. if I had time but I <laughs> so but I do like it and I think it's nice for mums that are going into you know a lot of mums will be starting new schools because of you know September new school years or yeah. whatever and I just think 
there are some really good, lovely people out there. Yes. And there are some very judgmental ones too. Yes. <laughs> we have to dodge them, <laughs> avoid them at yeah. all costs, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know. Definitely. But yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. I've just never been one for... I, I don't even... Like, we've had this chat before about group messages, WhatsApp oh, messages. God. And I don't, I don't ever reply, but I was doing um, Dolly's <laughs> homework this weekend. Bloody hell. Well, they gave us a sheet and it was like a comprehension sheet. Well, it wasn't. We just had to bloody Google everything. So I was thinking, I wonder what the other parents are saying. So I go onto the chat and have a look. And fair enough, it's all there. And they're all saying the same thing. I'm like, good, that's fine. So it's nice to refer to it. Reassurance. But not get, yeah, but not get involved. But yeah, the bloody homework that I sat doing last night, oh. I sat doing, by the way, and she's there copying it. That's awful, just, it? Well, I, Ava hasn't got a chance because I'm no good with a lot of stuff, like maths and things, rubbish. So oh, I mean, I, just, I think you'll get to that stage where I won't understand what they're oh, asking Oh, don't. To Listen, do. mine's way over my head. So I'm Private I'm tutor, hello, <laughs> isn't it though? I, everyone does it. Everyone. I had a tutor for my kids, especially when they were going into high school and they had to do an exam to get yeah. into the school. They're bloody not going to know what they're doing. So I had to get someone in. I've got a lovely lady who listens to the podcast, oh. Mel Dooley. She, um, she comes in once a week and it's just going over stuff that I can't teach. I'm not a teacher. and It's hard for and them And I don't know. Well. And it's very different from when we were younger, how yeah. we were taught, all the yeah, methods yeah. and, you know, however they teach. It's very different. So I just think instead of me getting angry and shouting at Dolly because she doesn't understand what I'm saying... Um, I might as well get someone in to just give a little helping hand. It's only an hour mm. and she won't, she doesn't do the homework. She goes over stuff that just to make her understand stuff a bit better. Mm. And I think it's just made life so much easier because now Dolly doesn't complain as much and I love it. And I think <laughs> happy <Dolly>. home. <laughs> Dolly doesn't she was crying this morning because we didn't, no one did her spellings with her last week when I was off. She had 20 spellings <laughs> and her test is this morning, today. And um, we sat there at breakfast. <laughs> I tested her about four times. <laughs> Bloody nightmare. It was someone organised in our house. But anyway. I mean, everyone's right the, the same, though. I know. It's a nightmare. I know. It's hard. And you have to sit down and make the time, don't you? And it's not always possible. No, it's not. And when we you like to say... Sunday, always. Like when you're saying Ava Lily was upset that she wanted to be in the pool with her dad. She didn't understand why, <sighs> you know, Heath was in there. It's trying to share that love, isn't it? Yeah. And you get pulled you're from split. pillar to post. And that's true. And then you've got you've your husband got moaning. <laughs> Because you're not going out or dressing up or doing something romantic. Chris stopped moaning about that a long time ago. I don't even... He knows it's never going to happen. Oh, it will. I bought some lovely perfume. Oh. And some body... I did a bit of Jo Malone. Oh, did you? Never done it before, Cherie. Oh, Jo Malone's lovely. I was talking about you to the lady in there. Oh, were you? I was, yeah, because the candles. Was it the one at the Trafford Centre? Yeah. Oh, I'm always there to them ladies. And have some free complimentary treatments. Oh, nice. And if you've got a treat coming up your birthday or whatever I totally recommend it I went and did you can do arm hand massage I did the scent on scent so you, you try you find your own scent and you I think can a lot mix of scents, it or they take like say a couple of my friends have got the same perfume but they smell different on different, each of their skins yeah depending on does, your isn't it? eye colour your hair yeah. colour everything well it was amazing it was the best hour ever I had such a good time 
Um, what did you come out Karen, with? Karen, who looked after me, was lovely. I can't remember what it's called. It's upstairs. I was <laughs> going to put it on this morning. I've not yet. I had a mixed one and then a solo. And I went for solo, but I think I'm going to treat myself in the spring and have the, where they can mix the perfumes. Oh, nice. And it's incredible. Such your own special yeah, perfume. Yeah, so lovely. And I thought, I'm finally smelling nice because I've not had perfume for ages. And I kept saying to Chris across the weekend, oh, do you fancy me now? Can you smell me? Am I nice? And he just kept going, can you just get out of the where the telly away, like, what are you doing like we've given up oh, it's no. done I think no it's for a little not bit. you're too young well I think that. it's safer that way there'll be no more babies then will there so <laughs> uh, we will be back next week with a special guest who was on season one, one yes and I was going to say season one two one of our favourites well they've all been our favourites but she's especially one of our favourites she is and she's been very busy with some Hollywood stars Hollywood movie stars some very uh Famous men. Yeah, can't wait to hear all about that. Yes. (laughs) 